So hey everybody, uh, I'm Seth, I'm the DM, and I'm with uh, Connor. Well howdy, partner. Jacob. Hello. And Adam. You better raise your hands to the sky! Alright, well, guys, I wanted to start this episode off with a little bit of nostalgia contemplation. Specifically... Does anybody remember the episode where Spongebob, well, in Spongebob Squarepants, where Mr. Krabs tries to hide a dead body in, like, his trunk, and then they, like, go bury it? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. They, like, hit him on the head with a shovel, they put him in the trunk, they try and bury him and everything. And they whack him with a shovel. Yeah. I do not remember that at all. It's pretty, it's, thinking back on it, that's pretty dark. Except it's not actually him in the body bag, which is the thing, but you think it is. <laughs> but Krusty Krab, you know, is, is definitely like a drug dealer, loan shark. He's, I mean, he's obsessed with money. Uh, yeah. And I think, I've, I think he killed him because he was the food inspector. <laughs> well, he, I think he chokes on the, he chokes on the burger. Yeah, then- yeah. They think he's like fully dead, and then they're like, "Crap, hide the body!" And it's just they get just snowballs from there, and it's, uh, it's yeah. It's the best gag is when they have the what looks like a body bag in the trunk, and they start whacking it like to death to try to fit it in, but it turns out to <laughs> yeah. be like the tools. <laughs> yeah, and like SpongeBob's like, "Really, cram it in there!" And they're like yeah. slamming it shut. And um, SpongeBob was ahead of its time. But the reason I bring that up is because I was trying to think back on, like, what media I consumed and stories I consumed as a kid uh, helped me, like, you know, develop the campaign world and everything. And that was the only one that I thought could be a direct influence on our game. (laughs) That's the only one. That's it. Nothing else. Yeah. And you're going to see why in this episode. Because recap. (laughs) Oh, boy. Segway. Segway City. Maybe. Someone's going to die. Um... No, recap of the last episode. Uh, the gang, still on their hunt for badges to get into the Cushion Cabaret to retrieve their items. They went to Conan for the Rizzy Ray race, and that happened. And was dramatic and uh, an unsightly amount of urine and and tears as well. There was a lot of fluid in that, in that first part. And then in the second part, uh, after getting the Conan's badge and successfully beating him in the race... But uh, after that, they, they went to, to Grady's, the, the shark, gambling shark. Uh, Zippy went all Persona 5 and infiltrated the palace. And the guys instead went around uh, and played with him straight up. And, they, and one thing led to another. They found out he was cheating. Who? What? In a gambling den? In D&D? What? Uh, and they got his badge. And now the guys have three of the badges. And they just returned to the Cushion Cabaret uh, to ask uh, the, the bodyguard out front how to get the fourth one, where Scraps was, because they said Scraps, the fourth badge holder, was always kind of hanging around the front there. And, well, the guys met Scraps, and here he is before you. The, the human who turned into a werewolf who was painting that line that you guys crossed, and he kindly asked you not to. He was so kind. And you crossed it. And you both are... Both parties are just standing there, jaws kind of like open, staring at each other. What do you do? Uh, hello. <laughs> Your scraps, I presume? Yes. 
<laughs> and he's like seething with anger. Salutations. My name is Peterson. These are my compatriots, and we are here to do business with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's quite unfortunate that our first acquaintance uh, was so ill met. However, we believe in making and moving forward with new feet and and beginning new relationships all the time. And we hope to start a new venture with you, perhaps moving beyond the past. What? What? Wait, you guys know this guy? I've never seen him before. It was quite unfortunate. While we were chasing that shape-shifting creature, um, we had to intrude on his territory. He was setting something up, and in our haste, we may have ignored him entirely. Oh, well, then then this doesn't have anything to, this doesn't have anything to do with me then. Um, sir? Mm-hmm. Um, could I have my badge, please? I don't I don't really know these two. I'm just waiting in line like the rest of them. Persuasion check. Oh, uh, it's a 20 and not natural. Sure, but you got to do my test. Okay, well, what's your test? One moment. Got to deal with these two first. Okay, I'll, I'll sit over here in the corner. <laughs> Yikes. Wouldn't want to be those two. I would, um... I would also like to participate in your test, if that's okay. Mm. As would I. Oh. I'm sure you would. And, and their eyes, like, twitching. Look, I'm, I'm really sorry earlier. I know we... Quite literally, um, yeah. crossed a line. Yep. It it was just that we were in a bit of a panic. Um, as my friend mentioned, he stole some of our stuff, and we were pursuing him. So it was it was nothing against you or anything you were doing. We were just trying to chase the culprit, and now we've been kind of running around trying to get these badges just so we can follow up on that. It's uh, I, I I'm sorry if we may have um disrupted you in some way that was not uh, that was not my my or his intent um also scrap if you really think about it um we're not really at fault because it was part of someone part of your establishment that stole our goods and led us down that way really you should be communicating and coordinating better with that shapeshifter who i don't work for this place i just help with the badges because i'm a member well, I mean, their members obviously don't get priority. With the guy who stole your stuff, did he? Did you say, don't touch my stuff, or say something like, don't grab my stuff, get away? We, believe it or not, we did. I said, thief, stop, please stop, return our possessions. And as It's he, true, he did And they that. didn't listen, right? Ah, I, I see where this is going now. And you're probably pretty bad. I look at I look at Darren and I say, you know what? I suddenly bear that shapeshifter no ill will. I mean, I totally forgive him. You're right. If I uh, if we could uh, talk to him right now, I I'm sure we probably wouldn't even be upset. Open arms. As, yep, totally. As long as we would had our stuff returned to us and willing to make it right, just like you and I are. Of of course. I mean, reconciliation is a good part of any 
um, proper relationship, right? Business or otherwise. Tarawan. Oh, sure. Yeah. Forgiveness. Do making your wrongs right. Oh, so, all so good. You guys. You. And they, like, start transforming a little bit. And they're like. And then they calm down. And they're like, you guys want to get your badges? Then you're going to have to do my special test. Wait, can't can't we do the like the normal test that that he's doing? Mm, no. No. Is is this going to help us make things right for earlier? Mhm. Okay. But you got to do it just as I say. Ugh. What's the test? Come with me. And the big Goliath bodyguard uh, at the front is just like, Hey, Scraps, go easy on them. Come on. He's like, Oh, I'll go so easy. Come on. And they start walking away. Yeah, I'll whisper to Darian, I don't believe him. I don't think he will go easy on us at all, Tarwan. I think that's glaringly obvious, Peterson. Just keep your head on a swivel. Oh, it's swiveling. Are you gonna are you gonna just stay here, little little rabbit? Um yeah, I'm gonna sit here until it's my turn to do the test. Well sh- should I should I sit here, mister? I talk to the to the test administrator. Yeah, yeah, sit there. I'll come back and give you the test. <sighs> and they just storm away. Good luck, you two. You look like you need it. Thanks, uh, Mr. Lapine. You can call me Zippy. Zippy Westboro. I'm from the Bramble Patch, you see. Uh, Salutations, Westboro. My name is Peterson. I am from the Eastern Spear Goblin Tribe. Okay, no. The sole surviving goblin. What's the test? Please tell me the test. And you guys walk off into the distance. Hate to be those guys. You want a you want a stool or something? Yeah, could I have a beverage too? Anything would be nice. I'll pay for it too. Oh sure. What, what do you like? Um, something fizzy, please. Uh, this place oh. is just so hot. I'm not used to this climate. Yeah. Hey, why don't you come on side in just the inner curtain area? Not not past the outer, like the get out of the the sun at least. Oh, of course. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you very much. So what's this I was hearing about the Bramble Patch? Sounds like an interesting place. Yeah, well, it's got sunshine everywhere, fields, grass. I'll, I'll tell you a bit about it inside. It's all started with the old bunny sage, Yibby Dibby. And it fades <laughs> out. <laughs> Yibby Dibby. Good old Yibby Dibby. <laughs> I have his latest album. I hope you guys are found him on Spotify. Oh my gosh, we have to make a song now. Oh, I will. It'll happen. Cut to you guys. You guys are back at the area in the kind of like marketplace lower area of Rasha where he was painting the line in the ground. And he brings you guys and he says, you see this? And you look down and you just see it's a white line uh, just painted right on the floorboards and there's some paint that kind of like dripped a little bit away. It's like very minimal. It's like when you guys jumped over it, the air splashed it just like a drop. (laughs) Um, you're talking about this slight 
deviation of the paint line right here. Slight! <laughs> Look at this! <laughs> Look! I... I can lose my job! I'm terribly sorry. Um... So do you... Uh... You want us to fix this? Uh, yes. That's your first job. Fix it. Make it perfect. Okay. Um... Have you any paint or paint thinner? Here's some paint. Here's some water. Some paint thinner. Get to work. Is the water for us? For, like, the heat? Or is it for the job? It's for the... Uh, for the job! Right, right, of course. Oh, I have a ruler! I have a ruler! I, DM, I would like to use my ruler as a straight mm-hmm. edge. I'm going to hold it on the line and get some of the paint thinner and rub it along the edge so that the paint thinner doesn't go onto the original paint line. Oh, damn. Boom! Damn. Nice. You got you got some strats. Tar one, as, as you can see, the wolf one is clearly a type A personality. High attention to detail, objective focused, doesn't really care about the sake, uh, state of his employees. This is common in goblin culture. And I'm scrubbing. Oh, I would never have taken uh, goblins to be very type A. But um, how about uh, I'll just supervise for a minute and make sure you're doing a good job. And I pull out my never empty margarita and start sipping it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Pearson is grimacing while he scrubs. And you scrub and scrub and scrub. And that was a really good idea, so I won't make you roll. Uh, you scrub and scrub, and you kind of clean up the line. Uh, and it looks pretty straight. And he's like, all right. This is uneasily or unnervingly close to my job in real life. So, <laughs> <laughs> When the game becomes reality. Yeah. Okay. That job is done. Now finish the line. Here's the map. And he shows you a map. And it's a map of Russia in its current state. And there's all these kind of, like, sections cut out. There's, like, the market district, the residential district, and stuff like that. And basically, he was painting lines to kind of block off and easily designate for people walking. They're like, okay, I'm crossing over into this district. And he's like, you gotta finish painting this line all the way to the edge. Straight. Wait, how how long is this? Uh... Your estimation, it would probably take an hour to paint this. Uh, Tall one, can we use your rope? If we create tension, we can also create a strong line. That w- a straight line, I mean, because of my ruler is not long enough, obviously. And if we were to use your rope, we can get a nice level straight edge. Maybe we can get some of that water and pour it along the, the rope so that we can get a straight edge to follow on the other side of the wet line with our paint. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. I've uh, got this immovable rod. I'm gonna secure the line to the immovable rod, and let's pull it real taut, and then I'll lock the rod in place and keep a nice straight line. An engineer's mind. I love it. NDM, we succeed at that. (laughs) I'm gonna have you roll. I'm gonna have you roll painting. Uh, No, I'm gonna have you roll, I think... Hmm... A little bit difficult. I'm gonna have you paint with sleight of hand. Okay. Any benefits from our our uh, tools that we're using to help? Um. Yeah, you get advantage because this is a pretty good idea, and and you're using real world knowledge. Yes. <laughs> okay. Psst. 
Total one. So both of you roll and give me your your advantage one. So each of us roll, and then we kind of whoever gets the better. Uh, 14 plus 2, 16. Uh, 16 plus 3, 19. Okay, yeah. You guys do a pretty decent job. You are pulling the the rope with the movable rod and making these lines. People are kind of getting in the way. And some people try to step over it. And you guys actually hold them up and be like, no, don't cross. Scrap, I feel your pain. Yeah, feel it. Feel it all. And you guys keep doing it. And you reach the edge in about 45 minutes. You were pretty productive. And he's like, all right, let me inspect and they get down on their knees and they look and they're like, good enough, I guess. Okay, guys. Good job, I guess. Well, that's high praise from someone who didn't give us sufficient tools themselves. I mean, we did have to get our own rope and a movable rod, but I think we showed a good resourceful. I'll stop talking now. Yeah, okay, thank you, please. Uh, Darian wipes some sweat off his brow from working the hot sun. Look, Scrubs, we are really sorry about what happened, okay? Like I said, we weren't we weren't trying to cause you any trouble. I understand that sometimes things can happen, but that still doesn't mean you should cross my lines! <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Like, to the other test, or...? Uh, yeah. Right over here. And you look to your right, and you see there's kind of a, a stable full... It's like a barn on, on Rasha, and it's like a stable full of these giant salamanders that are used for, like, riding through the desert. Um, and they're called Masalamas. And he's like, all these guys need to be washed and cleaned and sparkly and happy. Get to it. Here. Bucket. Scrub. Is this the same test that, um, I think that, uh, the character, um, Zippy has to do as well? No, just you guys. How many more levels of this test are there? Well, we'll just have to see how many you can do. Tarwan, I think it's until his regular workday is all completed. I start scrubbing. Yeah, Darian rolls up his sleeves and starts scrubbing as well. It must be strange to be doing labor! Tall one. You know, earning your keep. <laughs> don't don't push it, Peterson. All right, so all right. Uh, Too comfortable with the group. <laughs> I'm new. No, I'm still fine. new. I'm still new. I understand. No, it's fine. You're right. I didn't do a lot of physical labor in terms of servicing the keep. I just did other training and stuff. You're you're right. Okay, fine. Whatever. Just scrub. Roll animal handling. Ugh. Why does this always rear its head? Oh man. Do we each roll or just uh Yep. Okay, each five roll. five plus five. Uh seven plus two. That's a nine. <laughs> I'm used to Rizzy Rays. Same. You both? <laughs> scrub and scrub. The salamanders are uh, a little <laughs> wild. One of them actually like kicks one of you. Uh Peterson, it kicks you while you're <laughs> washing its back legs and, and you take just two damage as you hit the, the back wall. Um, but you guys do your best scrubbing these wild beasts. Uh, and then you come to uh, Scraps and you say you're all done. And he's like, all right, time for inspection. 
didn't even get behind the ears! They're salamanders, what ears? All of them! And he's like <laughs> half turning. He's like, get, get the ears clean! Yes, yes, of course, Scraps. Furry one. All right, you guys, roll another animal handling. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh why am I doing chores? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's two plus two. Four, baby. Uh, uh, 16 plus five. 21. Okay. Peterson, you listen to the directions quite well, and you get behind the ears. You finish up and clean, and you're like, mine are good. I think they're clean. Darian, you're kind of annoyed at the fact that you're having to do these chores. <laughs> so you literally like just take a bucket of water and throw it on the, the salamander's head. And then you come back. He's like, all right. Peterson, you did pretty good. But you. <sighs> and he gets like the scrub broom. Uh-oh. And he holds it under your chin. He's just saying, who do you think you are? Oh, guy was just trying to get a badge. That's all. And if you want the badge, you'll clean the salamanders. And he, like, pushes the brush back into you and says, I will wait here all day until you do it right. <sighs> can I help him, DM? Yeah, you can help if you want. All right, Darwin. I'll show you how it's done. Alright. Uh, is that animal handling again, then? Of course. Okay. This is as mundane as real chores, isn't it? I know. <laughs> I've just been rolling. Okay, there we go. 15. Oh, wait, it's advantage. Hold on. Um, let's see if I can roll really well. Nope, 15 plus 2. 17. I was hoping you surpassed me. I would have been really proud. What'd you get, Peterson? <laughs> oh, I just let him have advantage. Sorry, I can roll. Oh, okay. Well. Is that okay? No, yeah, with advantage. So, Darian, you get to cleaning. You finally, you're like, oh, fine, I guess I'll have to do a good job. And you get behind the ears and you scrub the salamander right under its belly uh, and everywhere. And it looks all happy and it's kind of like nestling up to you as you're kind of leaving. And uh, you leave and uh, Scrap says, okay, finally, a job well done. Well, I can't really say it's a job well done because it took you three freaking tries! We wasted two hours here! Darian's just biting his tongue so hard, just like, don't say anything stupid. Don't say anything stupid. Don't Is he turning right. red or anything? Nope, just, just, just taking it. Just taking it on the, on the jib. Alright, come with me! And you guys move to a new part of Rasha. Uh, it seems to be uh, like just somebody's kind of house on wheels, like a carriage. And he scraps, knocks on the door, and a turtle comes out, and it's Alba. And they're like, oh, hello. Hey, Alba. What seems to be the problem? Oh, scraps, you're here. Hey, Alba. I'm here to fix your wheel. I know your carriage has been a little bumpy, so I'm here to fix it. Oh, Fantastic! I thought I was going to have to give another tour or something to these guys. I was just about to sit down and eat some guacamole. But now, <laughs> I can just let you guys fix my carriage. That sounds like a euphemism mm. for something. I don't think it is. It's not a euphemism. 
for anything. All right, come inside. And you guys go inside um, Alba's place, and you can see it's just like cushioned and blankets everywhere. Uh, and Scraps reaches uh, down, removes a rug off the floor, and opens a little hatch. And you can see the desert sand underneath. And you can see uh, some wheels and stuff, like, turning and and the cogs going. And he says, all right, fix the wheels. While it's, while it's moving. While it's moving. You're going to have to figure it out. Finally something I might be actually good at. Okay. You should tie off, Tarwan. That's always important with heights and with moving vehicles. Yeah, good idea. I'm going to do the same um, movable rod anchor uh, idea from earlier and use that to anchor myself with uh, some rope and uh, go down to start working on some of the cogs and assess the situation. Except how would the physics of that work? Like, is the rod going to stay fixed in literal air and the carriage is eventually going to hit the rod? Or if it's on the ground, will it float? Yeah, it'll kind of eventually the carriage will hit the rod. Oh. D- Tarwan, how about, I just, how about I just hold on to the rope while you do the work? What's your strength? If you had to rate your strength on a scale of 8 to 20. Well, I'll put it this way. I get a proficiency bonus, and I still get zero. I'm just going to tie it onto one of these pillars here. Well, well done. Actually, I get a plus. I get a plus one. (laughs) (laughs) You tie yourself to a pillar and uh, Peterson's kind of supporting you as you go underneath. And when you're underneath, you can see the underbelly of Rasha, which is just wheels as far as you can see of, like, these carriages that are joined together. And you can see one of uh, Alba's wheels is kind of, like, stuck. It's, like, it's not turning smoothly. It's kind of, like, really kind of slowing down in a slow turn. Uh, And I want you to make an insight check. Um, with my, like, um, engineering experience and working on the airship, does that help me at all? Yes, I'll give you an advantage. Guys, this is probably a classic case of sand in the gears. Need some WD-40 and some airbrush, <laughs> some air exactly. hoses or whatever. Man, I hope listeners are loving this. <laughs> that was, uh, I rolled two 11s, so that's uh, 17 total. That's right. four ones, though. That's got to be, like, super bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell there's a little uh, little baby kind of salamander that's kind of like sitting and making like a little nest for themselves in the cog of the wheel. And you can see that's kind of what's holding it up and stopping the spinning. Um, so how do you want to how do you want to get it out? Um, I have my wind fan. I'm going to take it out. No, Donald, don't kill it. Okay, first, uh, hmm. the ancestors are watching you. <laughs> I uh, first, I'll try and get a t- try and coax the salamander out of the nest. Let's see if I can convince him to to like, come to my hand so I can get him out of there. Animal handling check. Uh, awesome, awesome, really good roll. Uh, that's an eleven. You put out your hand. To like, come here, come here, little guy, and you're putting your finger close, <sighs> and it bites your finger. Is and it? It's like on my latched, it's latched onto your finger, and you take just one damage. 
Okay, with it latched on my finger and kind of like, ow, ow, I want to try and chuck it up into Alba's room. Um, make a, uh, and you want to do it safely or hard? Well, like, yeah, because, uh, like, just, I'm just going to toss him. Like, not, like, trying to hurt him in there, but, like, he's... Dexterity check. Okay. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. Uh, 15. Yeah, it's good enough. I'm going to catch it. <laughs> oh, that could have been bad, guys. That could have been bad. <laughs> you toss the, the the little baby salamander into the end. It's like, whee, off your finger, and it unlatches. And Peterson, you dive across and catch it midair. Yes! Uh, and it's it's on your hand. And it seems to actually like you much better than Darian. It's kind of like nuzzling up in your hand. Hello. Hello, little one. Oh, Darwin, I think it likes me. Hello. Oh, great. Glad to hear it. It just sticks out its tongue and, like, pulls it back in like a lizard would. I will name you Charmander. No, never mind. (laughs) Charmander. (laughs) I'm going to lean over and just try and see if I can just pull the nest out of the wheel well. Yep, you, you reach over. It's pretty loose and stuff, and you just, with a little bit of force, you tug, and it comes out, and the wheel starts spinning again. Uh, and you have not caused insurmountable damage to Rasha with a failed lizard throw. <laughs> Could you imagine this? Oh, okay. I uh, climb back up. All right, I got it out of there. There was some weird salamander nest thing going on, but no, uh, we got it, and it's uh, <clears throat> good to go. Oh, thank you. That is very kind of you. It feels so much smoother now. I'll be able to eat this guacamole without spilling. Oh, what joy. Thank you, boys. You're welcome. Um, Scraps, can we get to the real test now, please? Mm-hmm. Let's go back. Let's start heading back. But while we go, here. And he hands you some paper and quill. And he's like, while we walk back, I need you to write some stuff down for me. That's... That's kind of difficult to do while walking. Well, you're going to have to figure out how to do it. Peterson, let me see your back. Well, I'll yeah. squat and walk a little bit here. Well, maybe I just ride on your back and then I can write. That's more like my butt. Just don't poke me too hard with the quill. No, like I could climb up and ride like on your shoulders. So you're riding on my head? Yeah, well, like my legs astride your shoulders. I, it's not that hard to conceive i think okay uh <laughs> sure let's try it <laughs> is this okay uh, i mean uh, probably as best as we're gonna get look char's here too oh no and yeah you have the salamander <laughs> with you on your shoulder now peterson as you guys are writing with his back as like the the stabilizing front um and you guys leave alba's home and you start making your way back he's like okay now write down everything I say. Ready? Wait, Peterson, you can actually write in common, right? Yes, I learned uh, in my backstory. Oh, right, okay. Uh, all right, continue. Okay. Chapter 7. The Locanth and the Elf. It was a dark, stormy night. Oh, boy. I hadn't seen her in years. Every night I thought about her while she was out in the war. But with her fish gills not pressed against my lips, 
I knew it was all for naught. Are you getting this? Yes, exactly. Is this fan fiction, or is this like a real thing that happened? Is this a biography? No. No. It's fantasy. Deal with it. Oh, fantasy and fantasy. Oh. It's pretty what? deep. When, when it's not, is it K-N-O-T-N-O-T-N-A-U-G-H-D? I don't even know what you said. When it was all for not. <laughs> yes? That was the last line you said. Anyways, keep going. Just, just keep writing. Okay. In this non-fan... Oh, yeah. I should also tell you guys before we keep going the premise. Like, so it's it's a fantasy world. There's no magic. It's it's weird. It's very, like, kind of futuristic. There's lots of houses and lands and, and governments. It's much different than, than, the, than this place. And, and, and they just keep telling and selling you their book. Um... Roll sanity um, checks. <laughs> roll wisdom saves. Oh my gosh! <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, twelve. Twelve plus six, eighteen. Whoa! Nice wisdom. Uh, Peterson, you're kind of into it. Ooh, yes, the half. But Darian. You don't understand the art that is actually this novel. <laughs> it's it's too highbrow for you. <laughs> oh boy! You you just you like it seems like a good book, uh, but you just don't get it. But Peterson, you're kind of into it, and you guys make it all the way back, and you were like scribbling the whole way, and you make it back, and you're walking down the stairs to the front of the cushion cabaret, and you just hear. Uh, a voice from behind the front curtain and, and it's like, no way! And then what happened? Um, well, after that, everything kind of just settled down and everyone found the different plots of lands around, around, around the bramble patch and, well, houses just started going up and, well, then the walls came and, oh, I, I'm a little sad now, I think... I might need another drink to continue on the story. That was the most insane origin story I have ever heard of any place ever. Yibby Dibby is a saint! Yeah, I know, and no one wants to to listen to the whole thing. Everyone always cuts me off. Oh, oh, hey guys. How'd the the, the Tesco? We got past the, uh, the beginning portion. Just the beginning. I've been in here for like two hours now. I kind of wish. I kind of wish I had fell during that last one. I got run run over by a couple of tires. That would have been that would have been pretty nice compared to the walk back. Jeez, Louise, what happened to you, Darian? He doesn't understand love. <laughs> Isn't that right, Scraps? <laughs> that is. You know what? You get a badge, and he puts a badge yeah! on his Peterson. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. Well, thank you very much, Scraps. Much obliged. This is all very confusing. Darian doesn't understand love. You just got a badge. Oh, jeez. I need another drink. How many times do I gotta say that? Look, maybe fantasy's just not my genre. Here, do you want some margarita? Uh, no, I don't like, uh, girly drinks. Okay, I'll keep drinking it then. I'll get you another Fruitopia, don't worry. Thank you very much. 
Fruitopia canon in Seth's world. And I'm more of a Capricorn person myself. <laughs> um, Scraps uh, turns to you guys and says, Okay, you last two, I'll do you at the same time. My test goes like this. I'm going to give you a tongue twister. And if you say it back good enough, you get a badge. Oh, okay. Who wants to go first? I do. I'm s- I-, I need to do something. I-, I I've been sitting here waiting for my challenge all day. Yeah, he's been waiting a couple hours. He sh- he can go. Right, right, right. Okay. Repeat after me. Betty bought a bit of butter, but the butter Betty bought was bitter, so Betty bought a better butter and it was better than the butter Betty bought before. Did I do I it? I feel bad for having you. Have, I feel bad for having you wait, and that was good enough. Badge. And oh, thank you badge very much. Oh man, oh. all is not just in the world. Wow. <laughs> badge for Zippy. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, tall stuff. You ready? I guess. <clears throat> Silly Sally swiftly shoots seven silly sheep, and the seven silly sheep Silly Sally shoots shilly shallied south. These sheep shouldn't sleep in a shack. Sheep should sleep in a shed. I... Do you have a written copy of that that I can use, or... Oh, come on, Darian, I did it. It's come just on. up and... <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Zip. Yep, you did an excellent job. Um, so is this si- um, Silly Sally, um, something southern sheep... Uh, something about shoes and southern. Boo. Oh. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Very kind. You know what? That was the worst I've ever seen. While he's doing it, I'm gonna go to Zippy and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, nice badge." Oh, thank you. Yours is quite nice yourself. Hey, thank you. The small ones. We get a good break. Okay, I'll give you an easier one since you did help me out today. Okay. With all my stuff. Ready? Uh, yep. Chester Cheetah chews a chunk of cheap cheddar cheese. If the chunk of cheese chunked Chester Cheetah, what would Chester Cheetah chew and chunk on? Oh, Chester Cheetah chews on a chunk of cheddar cheese. The chunk of cheddar cheese Chester Cheetah chunk chews on is, I don't know. I'm sorry. I think he I was really asking close. you more of a question, Darian, not to repeat it back. Oh, I thought the... What kind of cheese would he chunk on? The answer was in mm-hmm. the third chapter of his book. These two get it. Ch- um, cheddar cheese. Guys. Wow. I know. It's like he never even did his homework. It I wasn't don't... like it was so obvious. I'll give you another shot. Okay. Chester Cheetah chews on a chunk of cheap cheddar cheese. If the chunk of cheese chunk Chester Cheetah, what would Chester Cheetah chew and chunk on? A chunk of cheap cheddar cheese. Are you even listening? Uh, okay, let's try again. Chester Cheetah chews a chunk of cheap cheddar cheese. If the chunk of cheese chunk Chester Cheetah, what would Chester Cheetah chew a chunk on? Cheddar. I don't know. The answer is nothing, Tall <laughs> One. Nothing. Thank you. <laughs> oh. You know, oh. scrap. Some people get it, and some people, you know, they don't get it. Look, I'm not um, not a man of the arts, okay? I, that's not where I tend to thrive, okay? Clearly. 
Don't thrive at salamander cleaning either. Okay, can I just have this godforsaken badge? Yes, here's your badge. Congratulations. Oh, and he gives you a badge, you. and the badge just has a tongue on it. It's like a symbol of a tongue. That's gross. And, and Scraps just says, well, I'll see you guys later. Don't cross any more of my lines if you see me painting, or I'll kill you. See ya, Mr. Scraps. I'll keep an eye on them. Don't you worry. And Scraps leaves. <sighs> all right, boys. Looks like you got all the badges. Yep. How often do people even collect all of these? This was quite the ordeal. I haven't seen it done in like three years. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's a pretty exclusive club. I, I, I'm surprised you guys did it, though. But either way, I'll, I'll stop rambling. You've heard enough of me. You guys want to go in, right? Um, I think so. Uh, uh, what about you two? Do you need to do anything before we go inside? No, please. Let's just get our shit. <sighs> this is very... <laughs> Zippy's making it sound like this is the point in a video game where it's like... Oh, the final save? <laughs> you, Yeah, it's like, do you want anything else to do before you turn back? Save now. <laughs> you cannot return. Um... I am just going to ask the Goliath, uh, before we go in, I'm ready to go, except, um, do you think we'll have to be quite charming once we go inside? Just personal opinion. I may be polite. Just use general manners. I know, that's that's great uh, advice in general, but do you think we'll be having to make many charisma checks? Are you... Peterson, are you saying you're going to go in there and be an asshole or something? No. Um, you... I don't think that's even if in you're my You're an asshole, major. I'll throw you out, and you're going to do the badge quest all over again. No, no, no. I... Yeah, Peterson, what are you saying? Just be just be a nice guy. Is that hard for you? Uh, yeah. No, it comes to me quite naturally, obviously. <laughs> um, then what are you on about here? I don't understand. I have a thing that could make me more charming, but... Then, well, if you're so insecure that you don't think you could do it on your own, why don't you just dope it up then? Hey, remember that time I tried to use magic and run in there and I face-planted? Ooh, good call. I'll let you guys take the lead on this one. Let's move forward. All right. Well, boys, welcome to the Cushion Cabaret. And he opens the inner curtain. And that's where we're going to take a break. No. Ah! Hello, everybody. It is me, Seth, regular Seth guy, and I'm here today to tell you some brief announcements. Not too many announcements today. Uh, basically, the first one is thank you for listening, as always. Why don't I say that enough? I'm not appreciative enough. Let me appreciate you. But also, uh, our next episode. <laughs> let, me, let me get to that. The next episode date that you should keep an eye out for is going to be on the 14th of july and by the way i should mention that we only have after this episode four episodes left of uh season two and it's gonna be ridiculous trust me the 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 next bunch of them is 
pretty nuts. So, uh, and I always say that because we got to finally having a little bit of a backlog. Uh, I guess that's one benefit of being, you know, pandemic work-wise stuff. But anyways, we uh, have four episodes left, so keep an eye out for that. And uh, yeah, and also if you want to support the show, as always, you can do so by just following us on our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just type Cheaper by the Dungeon, you'll find it. And uh, yeah, it's just sharing our stuff, talking to us there, interacting with us, or telling your friends and family about our show. Get them on board. Make them cheapskates as well. And also, uh, I should say, if you want to support us heavily, like a great way is reviewing our show on iTunes and, and Podchaser and stuff like that, because all those reviews really boost us in, uh, in the ratings and also just makes our show more visible to those who are actually like searching those categories. So if you got a second, go review us. I mean, if you've listened up till this point, why not? I mean, we've, we've done like how much hours? content i've earned this um anyways uh seriously though thank you all for listening i hope you've enjoyed this arc so far and it just gets better from here in my opinion so uh i will talk to you all next time take it easy and we're back and welcome to the cushion cabaret I hope there's some cool tunes playing under this right now. It's all like, do 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 do. Who did maybe the? Not like, who did the? <laughs> like that's a cool tune. <laughs> did someone know? Did that, everyone else hear that? I wonder who that was. <laughs> we we all heard it, Adam. <laughs> that's the beatbox like those, that's always I like those going cool on. Cool tunes that are like. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a bass drop. <laughs> I picture it's like a big EDM festival. Like we just walk in, it's like no, it's definitely like a jazz club for sure. It's kind of like a jazz club, yeah. uh, a hookah bar. Darian, you've seen this before a little bit. You got a snapshot, but when it opens up, you can see there's lots of fine cloth uh, draping from the ceiling to the floor. Lots of large pillows on the floor where people are seated with tables for drinks and stuff. Uh, it's kind of got like this dim a lighting going on so it's not super bright it is very much like a jazz bar and there's a stage um right now with a, a pink skinned male tiefling doing like a ribbon dance on it and there's some customers sitting in the the pillow seats um but you can see there's like waiters and servers walking around uh in these large kind of like toga-esque garbs he's just draping garbs and they're kind of taking orders and serving drinks and stuff but you guys have entered in what do you want to do i barely remember what spells i cast last time there's <laughs> i poke my head back out to the goliath uh, and to say hey i'm sorry what was the what's the gentleman's name that has the forearms purple oh chan zog Ch- sorry one more time chan zog Okay. Um, hey, you, you sign. You him? sign like the brother of the guy out front. Are you? Do you I know think he is other? the guy out front. It is. Well, I am the guy out front. It is the guy out front. <laughs> I'm allowed to move. Oh, sorry. It's so dark in here. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I moved to a new location doesn't mean I'm a different person. Do you know where we could find him? In the back. Ask one of the servers. Okay. Uh, thank you. I'm following Darian and and Zippy. Oh, well, I'm going to find the bathroom. I had many drinks. 
Oh, okay. Do you want us to wait for you, Zippy? Um, are you heading over in that direction? Well, I, I mean, I guess we can. I mean, like, is this like a? I'll be right there. I'm as I, I'm a I'm a fast do, tinkler, as quick as my. Do you want us to go. come with you? Should we go together? Like, is this like a, a group bathroom thing? That goblins do this. We always travel in herds to the washroom. Yeah, like I know some people do that. I just I don't know if that's a thing you. Darian, the to way do you're zip. stumbling over your words right now makes me extremely uncomfortable. I'm going alone. Well, okay, yeah. Uh, enjoy your. Uh, you're still stuff. doing it, stumbling over yep. your words. Gonna uh, excuse me, server. <laughs> DM, is there a menu like that I can see while the server's coming over? Uh, yeah, you can see a menu on a table, and it just has an assortment of drinks. Uh, the the Rasha rum seems to be their specialty. Um, yeah, and they also have like sliders and fries and stuff. Ooh, tall one. Do you want to get something like a slider combo? Uh, how about the combo platter? Probably get a good little preview of what they have to offer. Yeah, they normally do those. Yeah, those big like assortments of like you know a couple different like finger foods and stuff you can share with people. If it's after 9 p.m., maybe it's half off. Mm, true, true. Um, excuse me, uh, what are your specials? Oh, sorry, and um, where's Chanzog? A Triton server is hailed down, and he comes in, and he's like, Oh, the specials today, uh, the, the Bullywog beef, uh, the, it goes well with the Rasha rum, I would recommend. Um, we also have a combo of fish sticks for the children, if you'd like that. Wow. Uh, um, do you... Yeah. Actually, one moment. I'm gonna pull on uh, Darian's cloak to get his attention. Um, did you want fish sticks? Well, no. I was just thinking, if Zippy's gone for a moment, I I heard you eat raw meat, and it's not really acceptable, but goblins, we like raw meat. Do you want to get it rare? Yeah, totally. I mean, honestly, I'd prefer it didn't touch any flames at all, but I, I mean, it seems that people on this plane tend to do that, so I've, I've kind of started to, uh, to try some of it, but I don't, I, I mean, I'm still not, I still don't love it. Let's get it rare, if not raw, but I'll, I'll let you order. Yeah, could we, um, try some of that bullywog beef, um, could we get it, um, blue? Uh, blue. Like still mooing. Yeah, like like maybe it touched the grill for like you know all of like four seconds. Well, bullywug beef is naturally blue in color. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean the way that it's cooked. Like, I mean, <laughs> don't you, cook it. You this clearly is a finer establishment that you understand how to how to, to cook them, right? I I mean, I don't know all the. I can ask them to. I don't know not all the methods. Cook your food. Yeah, I don't know yes. all the cooking methods. I I just know blue because that's just how I get all my all my meat when I have it. So I just. I, I see. Yes, we can do that for you. And they seem kind of like grossed out. <laughs> I'm. You never really get over the looks. I mean, it's definitely tastes the best that way. Oh yes, you can really taste what it ate. You know, if grass fed. Mm. Let's make a big comeback these days, yes. I'll be back with your order momentarily. Take a seat. Oh, thank you. Uh, Oh, and bring some rum. Yes, of course. And they go off into the back. Zippy, you go into the bathrooms through a curtain. It actually seems like a pretty decent bathroom. There's some urinals and stalls. Uh, You can see it's empty right now. 
Oh, I, no one uses the bathroom, it seems. Um, I look for the, uh, because obviously there's different sized people in this world. There's different sized toilets. So I look for the smallest one. <laughs> there's, uh, there's... There's uh, that system where it's like, you know, there's there's three urinals. Two of them are like normal height size. And then there's the one for like children that's like lower. <laughs> the nomad city of Russia has very strict accessibility laws on there. There's also one that's like very <laughs> tall. <laughs> there's there's a it's kind of like a, a staircase of, of urinals, like just going up. <laughs> wow. Um, and, <laughs> and you grab the appropriate sized one. Uh, and I go to town. No peeking. (laughs) (laughs) As you're going, two drunk orcs come through the door and they're like, Oh, man. No, you're funny. Man. And they just, like, slam into the wall and and they're, like, unzipping to go to the urinal as well. And they're like, Oh, man. Crazy days today. You hear about that, that, what was it called? Grand Treasure Clue. Somebody, there's, somebody found one. Chansog's got it. You hear about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I heard about that. The other one's, like, really sleepy. It's like, man, if I had one of those, I'd sell it for the big bucks, man. Chansog's just gonna throw it in that second treasure as a sacrifice or something. Dude's whack, man. We, we, we should probably... We should, we should probably we should steal it. Yeah, steal steal it, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, don't hit me! Don't hit me! <laughs> the sleeping guy is kind of like falling, uh, sliding on the wall. Oh, oh! A little toy. A little toy's on the floor. Who left this stuffed animal here? Hey, get away from me! Oh! <laughs> oh! It talks! <laughs> Whoa! And, and and he like stumbles and trips with his pants around his ankles and he like trips and running out of the bathroom and the other guy's just like passed out on the floor in the bathroom at the at the urinal whoa let's help him up remember you said don't leave anyone behind <laughs> you you get underneath his arm and you hoist him over and he's like he's much taller than you he's like Darian size and he's you have him like Leaning on your shoulder to drag. Oh man, he said he'd only have one. What happened? <laughs> I had more than one. I had two. <laughs> and you, you said you would watch him for me. You said you'd watch him. What? Remember? I was in here earlier. Remember we talked and talked. And we, we talked about getting that grand treasure. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was pretty Good cool. Time. The plan's still on, right? I mean, if we can mm-hmm. get this guy back in sorts. Mm-hmm. Just just pretend pretend like you're going to do the sacrifice for him or something, and he'll give it to you. The sacrifice for him? What, yeah. what does that mean? I think you'll take it to the second treasure. Chansog doesn't like to leave the the cabaret. He likes people taking his stuff there for him. Ah, I see. That's how we're gonna do it, right? And we'll split we'll split the treasure together. Yeah. Don't throw it in the library. Don't throw what in the library? Everything. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I'll go to talk to Transog and I'll tell him the sacrifice stuff and everything, and and I'll come back and we'll we'll get moving right away. You just take a little nap. Yeah. <laughs> Good talk. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. So <laughs> <laughs> he was gaslighting a couple of drunk orcs, <laughs> and the orc falls asleep. Um. Uh, I rifle through his stuff. Does he have anything on him? um you see he actually does have a flask filled with some sort of alcohol Um, uh this is a pretty exclusive club not even we could get in here they must have some cash or something like key card yeah no they have they have badges um they also have uh this little it's like a, a miniature treasure chest uh and inside is just seeming to be it's it's like a mini bag of holding, maybe, and it has a lot of gold in it. They have 800 gold in there. Dang. Ooh, very nice. I'll be taking that, and I put it in my bag. Uh, they also have badges. Not the badges we have, though, because only it's been three years since someone had got badges, right? Yeah, but these guys are long-term members. Oh, so they potentially did this like three years ago? Or more, yeah. They seem to be slightly different patterned badges, though, like not the same designs. So it seems like the cabaret counselors kind of switch out. I look in his mouth. It's an orc mouth. Is there any gold fillings or anything in here? Oh, no. Yeah, there's there's two gold fillings. Zippy. Take, oh, no. <laughs> I take one. <laughs> you Sleight of hand check. Hold on. Sleight of hand? You have to like rip a filling out of someone's mouth. Oh, he's... yeah. I'm seeing if you can do it gently enough to not wake the dude up. Okay. <laughs> he's so gonna get natural twenty. Um, that is a five. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yank! It doesn't come out. Like you yank on the tooth. It's like oh! Ah! Yeah! Yeah! And your hands in his mouth. He's kind of like chomping down on it a little bit. He's like, ah, ah, ah. "Ow! You said you wouldn't do that. Now go to sleep. We'll get the filling in right away." I, I hate the dentist. Yeah, let's go back. It seems like the gas is wearing off. No, it's okay. Yes. No ice cream after this eat. is done. Okay, no food or anything. And they and they fall asleep again. Mm. Doesn't seem worth it. These things are stuck in here. <laughs> Terrible. All right, I'll get out of this room. Go back to the buddies. You return to the group, and you guys have been served your your blue sliders. What the hell is going on here? You were in there for a while, so we uh we grabbed some food. Yeah, like five minutes. You guys are that hungry? It was long enough for the food to come out. When you don't get it cooked very long, it gets there pretty quickly, it turns out. It's pretty good, Zip, if you want to try a bite. Talwan, he won't like it. He doesn't eat meat. How do you know that? I've been traveling with you guys for a few days. Yeah, okay, fine. I'm more of a tomato soup guy myself. (laughs) Oh, man! You got me, Jake! You got me me in the heart, man! Um, the the waiter comes back and says, "Oh, a new customer." 
would you like anything? And he's talking to you, Zippy. Um, no, I'm just here to see a special, a special man, because I'm a special boy. Ah, do you have an appointment? I do indeed. Perfect. Then follow me to the back. Yeah, the, I think the appointment's with all of us. Um, see you guys. No, we'll come. We'll come along. DM, do I still have a drink? Like we got rum, right? Yep, you got rum. So can I take my uh, what? What is the glass called? That's not very tall. What's it called? Um, just a whiskey glass. Yeah, can I bring my whiskey glass with me? Yep, that's pretty okay, rude. So. You don't bring a whiskey glass to a meeting. Yeah, Darian is just gonna like finish, like polish his off and go. I bring mine, and I just want to establish that it has a little bit of uh, rum still in the bottom. All right, and I'm holding on the top. So I can like gently shake the ice in there. You follow the server through these curtains kind of close to the stage on the same wall that the stage is on. And you go in behind and there's lots of curtains and there's some people here smoking and some people like waiters just eating and stuff like on their lunch break. And then you pass by a room that leads to the kitchen. Then you go through another curtain and you open up into this kind of very elaborate and uh, like just luxurious curtains and pillows and you see a large like nine foot tall purple monster thing it kind of looks like sully from monsters inc (laughs) if he had four arms purple and also had like this cloth thing that covers their whole head and face. Is he furry too? Yeah, he's furry. He's totally stealing my motif, covering his face. In the room as well, there is uh, a centaur centaur man who is wearing kind of like a toga thing, and they have kind of like a notepad. I whisper to the guys, "Um, just follow my lead. I got some information in the bathroom." Okay. Okay. Darian, I'm going to need a little bit more confidence from you. No, sorry. I am just shaking off the rum. Yeah, let's do it. Darian, do you believe in me? Uh, Yeah, Zip. I don't know why you keep asking me that question. You never say it. I always have to ask. Zippy, I believe in you. Oh, that's so nice, Most of the time. Most of the time. Okay, let's do it. Hello! (laughs) As you say hello, Darian, the giant purple beast stomps, stomps, and turns around and just goes, And the server goes, Yes, they said they have an appointment. And the centaur looks at their notepad and they're like, I don't see any appointment today. Uh, do I recognize the language that that uh, Chan was speaking? History check. Well, what's his language? Like, can't you just tell us? You guys probably have never heard it before. I want to know. Can you show me? Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's a two minus one. So a one. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot tell. 
Um, none of you have heard this language before, actually. Darian, you really don't know, though. But yeah, none of you have heard this before or are aware of this language. Um, you see, we just got here and we, we assume that you met with everyone who, who, who comes in here because we're the first people to get badges in three years and we assumed you'd want to meet us. Oh, and the centaur says <laughs> It seems as though Chanzog Would like to meet the newest members Of the Cushion Cabaret Please Take a seat Thank you very much You each sit down in a pillow It's kind of like a beanbag chair <laughs> And Chansog stomps around. There's like a table. There's three beanbag chairs, a table, and then on the other side is a big cushion. And Chansog just sits down with his forearms, just poof, and he's like, "Go easy, no go, And uh, the centaur says, "Chansog would like to know how you managed to beat all the tests. He thought he chose." Much harder counselors this time, so not anyone could get in. He's very impressed with you. Well, we all won the first one, and then I won the second one, Darian won the third one, and then we all kind of did each different things on the fourth one. We were really creative, though. I think one of your testers died. Is that right? One of them is insane, that's for sure. No, the 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 mummy's okay. He just had a little bit of a mishap during the race. He has yeah, a but, date very soon. Yeah, but True. the first one's definitely insane. The girl? Well, I think she was just tweaking out. I don't know if she's actually insane or if she was just really, really high. Anyways, we're the ones who stole from the tower. You must have heard from us. Oh, no. Oh! <laughs> And the centaur says, he says that your creative solutions to the tasks is impressive and you must be a blessing from Michi. He is happy you have found your path here. And also, he has heard of the Baroga Spire Thieves and thinks what you did was very impressive. So Nietzsche, thank you very much. But, you see, we have nothing else to lose. We're here for the... Since the tower people are after us, not a lot of people are happy about that. Um, And we're here for the second grand treasure. Uh, I've heard from a couple of people that you like to sacrifice... uh, People to offer sacrifice to to the library or something. We'd love to be those people for you. Dogoji. Dogoji, Ziba. Dimichi. Savali Godo. It is not sacrifice. It is gifts. You must be uneducated in the ways of Russia and also Michi. Let me explain. Michi is what you would call the second grand treasure. Chanzog is kind of the caretaker of Michi, provides for it. For since Michi shows us the way, we must also give some of ourselves to Michi in order for it to continue to move forward. So it is not sacrifice. 
My mistake. It seems like some ruffians inside your club have misguided us. You might want to check in on those people. Orcs. Mm. Wow. I shall take care of them later. But your journeys here must be, as Chanzog said, a blessing from Michi. For all who come to Chanzog are following the nomad's path. I'd say so. I mean, why else would we be here? We're just mistress. We're just servants from the mistress of fate. Ziba, Ziba, Zoldori. Yes, yes. Being a mistress of fate is good to let yourself flow with the path laid before you. We are all followers. None of us can lead. None of us have the experience to lead. He said all that with two mumbles? I extrapolated. <laughs> it's a condensed language. Speaking of which, um, how did... M- forgive my ignorance. Where is um, Chenzog from? You said he's the caretaker of the second grand treasure. How did, how did that happen? How did that come to be? Well, self-appointed somewhat. Chenzog came here from Bling... The Crystal Kingdoms, the Crystalline Lands. That's also why he speaks this language. So, when he came here from Bling, he found the Second Grand Treasure, just as many do, but he found it in a state of disarray. Lots of bandits and other drifters came and were tearing the building apart and entering into Michi's belly haphazardly. Chanzog put a stop to that and helped other nomads form this entire city. He was one of the first carriages. Forgive me, what is the what is the dialect? The dialect? That Chanzog speaks. It's called Crystalline Common. That's what we've called it. Oh. Learn something new every day. Anyways, we'd love to be uh, the new uh, gift givers to um, the Grand Treasure. If if you'd take us, I think from us being the newest members in three years and are uh, on the run essentially from the the Spire people, I think we'd be great candidates. Zibali, Gimbozo. The Michi could go home. Chanzog is a little curious why you're so keen on delivering gifts to Michi when you first just arrived here. Most people, when they become enlightened by Chanzog's way and his teachings and his presence, they typically just want to learn first before delivering gifts. Well, as you can Why are you so keen on reaching the second grand treasure? Well, as you can see, we got no more time. The all basically the whole state is coming down on us. And we we heard that the pilgrim's journey usually ends on the the second grand treasure. People see the whole sacrifice, oh, I'm sorry, gift gift giving to the second grand treasure as Almost a way to end their journeys in the right way. We'd like to do that in the right way, you know? 
Like, go ja, go ja, No, this is not where pilgrim's journeys end. This is usually where they begin, because following Michi is the journey, for Michi shows us the way. They keep wandering through the desert, and once Michi stops and finds its location, then so will we. So you are wrong. Gift-giving is not the end. Forgive our ignorance. We are still new in our voyages, but I think I speak for all of us when we say we just simply wish to experience its greatness directly from the source, all while still following the proper methods and teachings. Well, I suppose you can do so, but we'll have to wait a little bit longer. There is a a, a gifting session coming up soon, most likely tonight, but I don't think... Chanzog would be comfortable? Is that right? Please! Please! Dogo. I'm ready to lay everything down. Everything! You two! Everything! You you two! You gotta do it as well! Oh, um... Yes, it's been such a long, arduous journey. We're we're ready to sacrifice. Darian, it has to be more convincing! <clears throat> Whatever we need to. It's just we want to lay it all down. I kicked Darian in the leg. I have <laughs> forsaken a throne for my journey. I I am willing. Please. Normandy. I mean, oh, oh. <laughs> tomato soup. Uh, <laughs> Peterson. I, I simply get off the beanbag chair and, and kneel and bow my head. And say, um, I too have given up a tribe. Although I am looking for a mask that was taken for anyways. Uh, Yes, and I bow my head. Everybody, persuasion check. Could we just give, could I just give my uh, advantage to Zippy? Uh, sure, if you'd like. Well, because I want to like help, help with the convincing. Yeah, sure, you can help him. Okay, Zippy, take mine too, man. Yeah, you get two helps, two advantages. Why not? Whoa, rule breaking. Yeah, we're gonna break the rules. See if you can do it. Uh, the the best I got is a sixteen. We just gotta remember how cute a lapine is. That's why he can roll (laughs) twice. He's groveling. Just imagine puss in boots. You know when it first came out. He's rolling three times. Did you roll three times? I did, and the highest I got was a twelve. Oh, woof. (laughs) So sixteen with bonuses. Bonuses. Actually. 20 with bonuses, because I'm proficient in pers- uh, persuasions, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah. Yes, sir. Are we plus four proficiencies? Yeah, man. Level nine. Darian, back when I said it was 11, it was actually a, a 12. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, Zippy, you... Darian and, and Peterson are pointing their hands towards Zippy as you're just like really laying it on thick with the the baby eyes and everything. And Chanzog looks at you through their veil veiled mask, I suppose. And they just see you while they're sitting down. And they kind of cross all four of their arms and go, Godo.
That's a no. Okay. Oh, well, we tried. Uh, well, I hope you consider us next time. Let's go, boys. Godoli! Zabadi got zibe! And the, the centaur says, Chanzog said he would very much like to see you at another gift-giving session when you have become more acquainted. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he would. Let's go, guys. Oh, I, um, I just have one other, um, question. Uh, you didn't happen to come across, uh, you know, like, a mask and, and 500 gold, did you? I, there was, I think there might have been a little bit of a mishap that happened outside earlier, and I don't, maybe some stuff got mixed up. Is that, um, is that a thing that might have happened? Many things come to the Cushing Cabaret, and I cannot say for certain if I've seen such items. Well, do you think you could check that notepad of yours? You seem to write a lot of things down. And DM, I'd like to look for my mask, uh, if I could. Perception check. Yeah, yeah, just in the room to see if it's, like, hidden away or anything. Uh, 12 plus 8 for perception, modify 20. Okay, I'll, I'll deal with that in a second. But first, the center says to Darian, regardless of whatever items you may have lost, if they did end up here, they are now gifts. For even such items and the gifts we give have their own journeys. And they are their own blessing from Michi. So. Oh, man. Wait, yeah, so I was going to say. So if something's stolen from me and brought here... You're saying that's it. I'm saying that all things that come here are blessings from Michi. And most of those blessings must be returned to Michi. But if, I'm like, sorry, my, my friend is just uh, upset we can't go on the little escapade tonight. Forgive him. We're, we're on our way out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Seems odd. Uh, DM, did I see anything? You saw... You were looking around the room, and just like before, when your eyes kind of like flickered because you wore the mask too long, flickers again, and you could swear. It's like you and your mask have a weird connection, and you you feel like you could swear you could see it in some like bag to the left and behind Chanzog, stuffed away. Okay. Okay, I'm going to clear my throat, and I'm going to say... Chanzog, if you'll allow me to speak, something I learned while not on my nomadic quest is to always, in situations like this, bring a little insurance. Now, uh, DM, when I brought my whiskey glass in there, sorry, I'm, I'm excited. <sighs> when I brought my whiskey glass in there, I was holding one of my magic beans over the glass. <laughs> And I drop it in. Oh, boy. Yeah, you have magic beans, and you don't know what they do. One second. But isn't oh. magic, isn't there like a force field in the area that stops any sort of magic? There is one, but it's just at the entrance. It's like, it's just like a wall. It's, it's, mm. you can cast magic inside. It's just, there's like a, a screening chamber, if, so to speak. An antechamber, if you will. All right, you drop your... Bean into the whiskey glass. 
What have I done? And I'm going to have you roll a D100. Oh my gosh. So I'm just going to roll two tens. I'm just going to roll two tens if that's cool. <laughs> this might have just escalated a lot. Yeah, there's a there's a way to do this where we can kill two birds with one stone. Right? I, 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 Adam, 100% agree, but... All Peterson notes is his mask is right there, and he's about to be turned away, and this thing's going to be dropped into the 81. Okay. One sec. This is killing me! I know. <laughs> I think this shit, shit's about to hit the fan. <laughs> it could be nothing. I could just get healed full health or something like that. That's true. Maybe Peterson dies right now. The bean drops. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay. Zippy and Darian, your eyes turn to Peterson as he drops it. And it's like slow motion. A bead of sweat goes down Peterson's forehead. Dink, dink, dink. Splash. And the rum around the bean starts fizzing. <laughs> And a geyser explodes out of the glass. And the whole, it's like an endless geyser is just spouting rum water everywhere. And it's all over the room. And everybody make a dexterity saving throw. Oh my god. I don't suppose I get advantage on this because I knew it was going to happen. Well, I don't think you knew it was going to be a geyser. I mean, uh, that's a 16. Mine's a 21. Six plus four. This is very thematically appropriate. Ten. <laughs> you get blasted. I away. am holding it while it <laughs> explodes. It's behind Kazdog! <laughs> Kazdog! It explodes out of the glass, and you kind of get, like, knocked back, Peterson, into a curtain, and you drop it, and it's, like, spinning, and this, like, beam of, like, water just, like, like, going around the room, and Zippy, you, like, dive down to get under underneath uh, a a geyser strike, and and Darian, you jump over it, and Chanzog and the centaur are just getting splashed, and they're holding, like, the, the water with their hands, they're trying to, like, push it away and cover their face, and you just see it splashing everywhere. What do you want to do? How good of a bond... Just... Sorry, how good of a bond do I have with, with Char, my lizard? Uh, <laughs> n- not great. Okay, okay. It's kind of like cowering on your shoulder. It's about to run. So it's not like a fine familiar. I can't, like, directly... No, no. Okay, okay, cool. Well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to impose late reaction on myself because I just got thrown against a wall. I'll let everyone else go first. Does he have any exotic uh, animals in this room? That he has, has pets or anything like that? Uh, there actually is a peacock in, in the corner that you thought was just a stuffed animal, but it's like now kind of like freaking out and flapping its wings. Uh, since oh. I'm hidden under the bench in chaos, I'm going to turn into that specific peacock. Oh. <laughs> okay. You hide underneath you stealth away in the chaos while they're covering their faces and everything and you turn into the peacock uh, and then I I fly up since there's chaos going on right now I fly to the corner where the peacock is okay you fly over there make a dexterity saving throw and while you're doing that Darian what are you doing this is D&D at its core like total <laughs> random bullshit I was gonna ask Zippy to do locate object first but 
but then he turned into a peacock and flew away. It's behind Karen's arm! <laughs> I know I'm actually... looking for my mask! <laughs> it's behind Karen's arm. Do, do I actually hear that, DM? Uh, you do, but... Chanzog and the centaur also hear that. And you see Chanzog with two of their hands are blocking the geyser like strikes and everything. And one of them grabs this big sack, like this just big satchel off the ground and is holding it in their hand. One of their hands. I would like to seeing like, so based on what, uh, Peterson shouted out based on the guys are going off that clearly we've kind of passed the point of no return. I would like to face step behind Chanzog and cut open his bag. Okay. What a freaking sick move. You face step behind Chanzog and blink, you teleport and you're going to strike the bag you won't have to roll an attack, but I do want you to roll a dexterity saving throw again. Um, while you're doing that, Zippy, what'd you get? A natural 20. Okay. Oh. You, fl- you like just so slick fly through the room and dodge the water, and you land near the other peacock that's freaking out. Um, and I uh, kill it. <laughs> straight up peacock murder are you for real yeah and i i want to i saw i can use my items right when i'm in this this form uh yes uh and then i'm gonna throw its carcass in the bag of holding okay well you gotta kill it first so roll to attack i'll just make you roll to attack but y- you hear the peacock while it's freaking out just going like heavens oh heavens oh heavens and it's like flapping its wings I have the bucket ready as well, and I'm going to go for the jugular. Okay, what'd you get on a, the roll to hit? 19. Okay, good enough. You grab it with your large talons in the neck and just, like, ring it like a chicken. And Yeah, but no mess. No, no mess. I want all, all the mess to go into the bucket. You ring it, and it just goes limp. And then you smoothly slide it into your bag of holding. No mess. Uh, then I replace it. I I am that bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was dark. Yes, you are standing there now, flapping your wings, pretending to be it. Yeah, and I'm upset. Chansog uh, is there holding the bag. Darian, what did you get on your dexterity saving throw? That would be a 22, sir. Okay. You go to slash the bag and... Behind you, you sense something. Your Darien senses tingle as a pillow behind you on the floor starts turning mannequin white. (gasps) And a changeling with a dagger appears behind you and goes to stab you, Darien. But you dodge out of the way while cleaving your sword and slicing the bag. And items are just pooling out. Random circlets and and, uh, shields and these items are pooling on the floor out of the bag. And Chansog's trying to plug it up. But uh, a changeling is now staring you down with with a dagger in its hand, Darien. I want to use my second attack 
because I'll, I'll ca- I think I'll count that as like one attack. Okay, doing the attack action, and I want to use my second attack um, to like spin kick him in the head. I mean, I want to use my like regular attack stats, but like for flair, I want to like turn and like yeah, yeah, kick yeah. him in the head. Okay, uh, roll to attack. Oh, that's a twenty-six to hit. Yeah, you hit. You go to spin <laughs> kick, and you just like deck him in the side of the head and and the t- the changeling just goes flying into the pool of items and just like rolls on top and is now in the center of the room and blocking itself from the geyser water um, as you just like completely decked it. Peterson, what do you want to do? Um, I'll do Bane right off the hop on uh, Chanzog, the centaur, and the the white guy. The, the what's it, what's he called? Um, it's a changeling. Thank, thank you, changeling. And then I'm just going to book it to go grab those items with Darius. Okay. Uh, cast Bane. Okay. Ancestors, curse them. Uh, Chanzog succeeds. Uh, the centaur and the changeling fail. Okay, so they have a D4 taken away from all their ability checks. Okay. Bane is cast, and you can see them immediately just come like a little weaker and they're kind of slipping and sliding on the alcohol floor and you dive to go to the bag make a strength saving throw oh 12 plus 2 no sorry plus 4 16 you dive for the bag and just to get into the pool of items to grab anything you recognize like the piano key or the the doorknob or the magic carpet or your mask oh my god but one or your goal <laughs> and one of Chanzog's his left free hand goes to grab at you Peterson Ugh. and you go to try and like push it away but they're too strong and they <laughs> grab you and their giant hand engulfs you and they raise you up and they just say Roll initiative. And also, that's where we're going to end the episode. No! No!